It's time for the Smart Money Questions Podcast with Matt Hausman. This is the show that provides you with a sound financial education and helps you avoid financial pitfalls. Make sure you are asking the right questions by listening to the Smart Money Questions Podcast. Hey everyone, how are you doing? It's that time again, and as I'm coming to you, I just walked back in from uh, running an errand a little after lunch. We are dealing with a heat wave up here, and it reminds me of that song from the, I think it's the mid-late 90s with Santana and Rob Thomas, where it starts out saying, man, it's a hot one, like seven inches from the midday sun. Back in Florida, back in the day, when I lived there, it felt like you were the sun was uh, right above you, about seven to eight inches for, I don't know, probably about four to five months of the year. But boy, it's feeling like that outside of Philadelphia right now, for sure. Well, listen, let's get to this today. Um, I just want to remind you, the reason that I like to use this podcast as a forum is to talk about the things that we are going over with people in our office, on the phone, on Zoom calls, what have you, the questions, scenarios. And um, today, what I'm going to talk about is some planning we did for a client, I don't know, four, five, six years ago, and where they are today in retirement. And it goes right into some questions I have received and um, gone over with people. And when you actually go through the process of being diligent, being disciplined, especially like right now with what the markets are doing, being disciplined and what you're doing, understanding what you're doing, the results on the back end can be phenomenal if we stay disciplined. And many times staying disciplined means we are not allowing emotion to come into play. It, um, it kind of reminds me, I've been watching uh, The Last Dance. Well, I probably watched it like 10 times. But I was just watching it again, and they were talking about when Michael Jordan used to look at the teammates and he would give them that look during practice or during a game. And one of his teammates made the comment, hey, listen, let's get one thing straight. Were we fearful? Yeah, we were teammates. We knew the opposing players had fear of Michael Jordan, but we're his teammates. And in practice, he would give us those looks where we knew we had to step up. But Bill Wennington said, you know, but in the end, when we look back, he did it for one reason, and in his reason, it was to win. And then you realize, you know what? Even though we went through that fear, that pain, it worked. We won. And many times right now when I'm talking to people and all the media that's going on and what the market is doing, there, there is fear out there. But if we stay disciplined in what we are doing, and as I speak many times, you know, you might not know it like I do. I do this all day, every day. But if you understand conceptually why you're doing it, and it will help you have the peace of mind to persevere, you can end up on the back end, and for compliance reasons, I'm sure I have to say this, that most of the time, or many times, or the possibility of success dramatically increases, or your chances of success dramatically increase. So let's jump into this today, and before I get started, let's go ahead and make sure we deal with a disclaimer. Please don't take any of the information or ideas or suggestions that I offer in today's show as direct advice for you. Please use it as information and education that you then can discuss with your advisor. Now, 
If you don't have an advisor or you would like for us to be your advisor, I'm more than happy to have that conversation with you. And it's real simple. All you have to do is go to www.speakwithmatt.com. That's www.speakwithmatt.com. And my online scheduler is right there. You can go right in. You can schedule a 15 or 30 minute phone conversation. And quite frankly, at the end of that first call, we're going to have a good idea. Does it make sense to have a second conversation? So again, very low key. Go right into the online scheduler. You don't even have to get on the phone with anyone to schedule this. So again, speakwithmat.com, www.speakwithmat.com and schedule it there. So, all right, let's go ahead and get on to today's show. Okay, so the, the first one has to deal with this. The, the situation is um, this person has been very aggressive in funding their 401ks. They've been maxing it out. They have close to a couple million in, the, in that 401k account where they're working. But the issue is this. The person is only 54 years old, and now they're finding themselves where they have a major home project that has to be done. And they've only got about five grand in the bank. And the question came up, should I just go ahead? My money's all tied up in the 401k. I can't get it. Should I just go ahead and take money out, take the 10% hit, take the uh, ordinary income tax hit to get this done? And so the question what was coming to me was, are there other opportunities that I need to look at. And the first thing, and then I was on the phone literally today with uh, some younger clients. And one of the, you know, we were talking about the idea uh, a couple months ago. Hey, listen, have you put a budget together? How much are we putting into the 401k? What outside cash do you have? You know, where are you from a cash flow perspective? And I'm going to go into that, but it's so important because the first thing I recognized, and I talk to people about this all the time, maxing out your 401k if you financially can afford it, is great. And especially if you are getting a match, it can be a great accumulation vehicle for you. I'll use Maggie and myself, for instance. We max ours out here. Um, keep in mind, you want to know where you're putting the money. Uh, am I putting it all pre-tax? No, no, no. Or am I at least putting some into the Roth? The younger couple I was talking about today, between the husband and wife, what are we doing? We're going to split some pre-tax or half uh, pre-tax, half Roth, and then their match, of course, is going all pre-tax. But again, understanding where you're putting your money from a tax perspective is important. But maxing out the 401k is great unless that you haven't done a budget and you don't realize or you don't have what many advisors would tell you to do, make sure we have an emergency fund. If I'm not funding that or I don't have monies outside of my 401k, especially if you are under the age of 59 and a half, then your money is tied up. I can't get to it. Just like this person's situation, I can't get to that money. My recommendation is you do not have your 401k as your only investment vehicle because there is going to be need for monies outside of that. An emergency fund, FYI, everyone, even though it doesn't earn anything, is still an investment vehicle. We want to make sure that we are funding that. And I always tell clients, because many times, like how much cash do we have on hand? Well, you know, it, that is a personal decision. What makes you comfortable? How comfortable are you in your job on where your cash flow is from a budget standpoint? You know, that will determine three, six months. I've mentioned it. I've got some clients that have one, two years of cash sitting on hand. That makes them 
feel comfortable. So what are the other things to look at? So one of the things I talked to him about was the idea on, listen, let's back down on where you're or how much you're putting into the 401k and let's go and address the emergency. I've only got five G's, you know, in my emergency fund savings account. The other thing I talked to him about was, you know, do you have equity in your home? Can you go utilize a home equity line of credit for funding this home project? Again, I'll use myself as an example for what is it like four years ago, Maggie and I decided we were going to go ahead and um, basically remodel the first floor. And we had a lot of equity in the home. I wasn't going to pull out of investments. I wasn't going to pull out of cash. What did I end up doing? Home equity line of credit. And that's how we ended up doing that. Even where interest rates are right now, a home equity line of credit is a great instrument to have where in this case, you can, you know, let the house as an asset stand on its own. That's my opinion. You know, so that, that's another avenue where, again, we don't have to go hit the 401k. Or the couple I was talking about today, they had to have uh, some major work done on their house as well. And the, the firm that was actually putting it in, they were dealing with a finance company and they got 0% interest for a certain term. And I've seen, as you know, you can get a new roof done. It might be 12 months. I've seen, you know, roof and, or I'm sorry, window and sidings done 24 months. And that there are still offers out there for 0% interest during that time period. Now, this again goes to where it's important to recognize where's my budget. All of a sudden now I have an extra expense. Am I going to be able to afford it. But I'm going to tell you right now, that's going to be cheaper than yanking that money out of the 401k and taking a hit or a traditional IRA. So again, my recommendation to you is do not utilize your 401k as your only investment. I would be looking at an emergency fund on the outside. And then what Maggie and I do, we have an outside traditional investment account and after tax we put money into that every month. The reality is that money, I mean, it does fluctuate with what the market is doing. So obviously right now it is down, but guess what? It's liquid. I can get to it if I need to. But, you know, that would be one of the last resources we go to. Why? Because I'm going to recognize a loss. It's not really a tax hit. It would be a value loss. Why? Because even though right now, and keep this in mind with all of your accounts, even though the values might be down, you haven't recognized that loss until you sell. And that goes back to what I was saying at the beginning, staying disciplined, removing emotion, especially in times like now, is extremely important. But the other thing I want to talk about with what I talked about with this gentleman and what I talked about with the couple earlier is make sure you know where you are putting your money from a tax perspective. I can't preach this enough. I know you guys might be sick of hearing it, but I had a client in just a couple weeks ago, and um, she had just been away. We were going over some tax strategy. We're going to implement some new income streams. And what was awesome about doing this, and I went and ran the numbers, and this is what I want to share with you. When you have different tax buckets available, there's only three. Remember, you have an after-tax bucket, then you have a Roth bucket, and then you have your traditional pre-tax, IRA, 401k, 403b, what have you. They all get treated differently when it's time to disperse money. They also have different rules around them, mainly the Roth and most importantly, the IRA, 401k, 403b, what have you. But in this situation, I thought it was so interesting when I looked at the numbers 
because she has three different buckets to take from, is with Social Security. Now, granted, she's already been retired for a couple years. With Social Security, we're going to take some money from IRAs. We're going to take some money from her traditional investment account. And we're going to take other money from Roth. We're going to have $60,000 of money that is going to be distributed. But her tax bill on that 60000 is only $800. Everybody do the math. That is less than 1.5% effective tax cost. Now, here's the beauty. If she was to come to, you know, let's say at the end of the year, it's November and, hey, Matt, I'm heading somewhere warm for January, February, March. I need 30 grand. Well, now, guess what her tax bill goes up to? It only goes up a grand. So now her total tax bill on $90,000 of income is $1,800. Now, compare that, because I ran these numbers too. If all of her money was in one tax bucket, so let's go back to the person we were just talking about. I got a lot of money in my 401k, almost $2 million, but it's all pre-tax, which means there's only one cookie jar I can go into. If all of that money was IRA and she still wanted $90,000, her tax cost, which means she's going to have to take more than that, we call it grossing up, so we actually can net a number, her tax bill is going to be $15,000, actually over that. Which means, what's that mean? That means we're going to have to, basically all of her income on the tax return is going to have to be at $105,000. She's going to pay $15,000 to the Fed to get ninety dollars in her pocket. So that is where, you know, understanding where you're putting your money from a tax perspective. Of course, understanding where you're putting your money from a risk perspective is just as important. When you combine those two on the back end, when it's time to go enjoy the money, you have done some awesome tax planning. Think about that. Because if all my money is in IRAs, pre-tax, and I got to start taking that money out, I have to account for the taxes that are going to be due. And many times people haven't done the calculation on what their exit strategy is. So again, you know, that, that situation and scenario, all the money in the 401k, there are so many things to think about in doing that. Because many times I talk to people and because that's what the pundits say, that's what all the media says, you know, max out the 401k, max out the 401k. But if that's all you can afford from a budget, my recommendation, hey, first of all, always get the match. The wife today, like I think her match was 5%, his was 3 Well, you got to put 5 in because you got to get the match. That's free money, right? His was 3 Well, you got to do that. But then if I can only put in a total of 10 well, then maybe I need to redirect that 5% somewhere else so I can make sure it's not the only place that I can take money. So again, you know, that is so important. I can't preach to you enough on how important it is to understand the taxes, not only when you're contributing the money, but especially on the back end when it's time to spend what you've been saving for, for retirement. So here's another thing. <laughs> this is actually pretty funny or kind of makes me laugh is speaking with uh, somebody that had just come in our office uh, a couple days ago is the first thing that the person says to me, hey, listen, what rate of return should my investments be getting these days? I haven't been too pleased with my accounts for the last several months. And I got to tell you, I started laughing. I'm like, well, heck, no one is. I mean, no one is happy with what's gone on 
the last couple months. And that is where I discussed with him and her the idea of understanding where your money is, the risk you're taking, understanding buckets of risk, where hopefully you've positioned your money where you can mitigate the loss in the event you need to distribute money to yourself. Kind of goes to the first thing I was talking about. It is so critically important to look at that. And the last thing I'll tell you, last but not least, is one of the publications or one of the trade publications that I belong to and read on a very regular basis just came out and the estimated COLA right now for Social Security, if you are collecting, that's the key. You got to already be collecting. Right now, the projected COLA is 10.5%, almost double what it was last year at 5.9. Of course, right now, we're not really sure. They haven't announced this last year when it went to 5.9, then they, they proceeded to have the largest increase in Medicare, Medicare Part B, that they've ever had from a percentage standpoint. So we don't know what that's going to be, but right now for Social Security, if you are collecting they're projecting a 10.5% or more COLA increase over what you're getting. So listen, everyone, that's all I've got for today. Hopefully you are enjoying the summer. If you have a question or scenario or you'd like to speak to me personally, reach out to us. Speakwithmat.com is my online calendar. Or you can simply give us a call, 610-719-3003. I hope you've been enjoying the summer. I hope this has been valuable for you. We'll talk to you soon. Everybody, take care.